All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature titan for today, Doug Barber. Doug, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks. Really appreciate you being on the show. I'm absolutely honored to have you. I know there's a lot of anticipation just to kind of dive in, really get to know you, the man you are, producer, educator, the whole nine. So if you're all right, let's just jump in. Good. All right. So um, let's just start with uh, telling everybody a little bit about yourself, Doug. Well, I was an Air Force brat. Some okay. people say I'm still a brat. Um, <laughs> I grew up and moved around quite a bit, but I've always considered Colorado home. My dad started developing land up in the Monument area in the 1950s. Wow. He was at the Air Force Academy teaching when it first opened. Okay. So we always came back here in the summers to check on his projects and do stuff. So I've never considered any place else home except Colorado. Wow. Um, and... He retired here in 1969, and I've been here ever since, except for a year I went to Wyoming. Okay. So, but and, I, and came back. And came came back, back. absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and going into that that background, uh, kind of what is the I guess the history of, of your your work and, and the path to real estate, and what got you into the business and, and to where you are today? Well, I like many high school kids when I graduated, I didn't know what I wanted to do, Sure. but I knew I didn't want to be poor. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of people out there that get that. Yeah. So I, I went to college and, and I thought, okay, I'll, accountants deal with money all the time, they must have some, I'll be one of those. So I started out as an accounting major and after two years of that, quickly determined that was not my forte. Wow, um, okay. The dean asked me if I wouldn't mind upping my GPA, so I took a real estate class, intro to real estate class, because I thought I know something about that, I could get a good grade, okay. and I had a great instructor, two, several of them actually, Mark Levine and Michael Crean. Wow. Ironically, Michael Crean, for the last two years, has been coming to my classes to get his continuing education, Unreal. Unreal. So that's kind of cool, yeah. but I loved it, and so I switched my major to real estate and construction management, hmm. and never looked back after that. I, I quickly figured out, I worked full time 40 to 60 hours a week while I was going through college. And um, so I've worked ever since I was a kid. I sold door to door, I've always sold. Love it. And uh, so in the summers I quickly figured out I can do way better selling land. We had land projects in the mountains hmm. than flipping burgers. Okay. So, um, <laughs> two different, you know, genres right uh, there. I got my license. Well, I'd, I'd go out, I'd be the slave labor putting up signs and staking lots and things like that. And so I'd see people come through with the salespeople and the people that ask them questions and the sales guys would either, sometimes they knew the answers, sometimes you could just tell they were BSing. <laughs> and <laughs> sure. I'm like, I know the answer to that. So I could do this. So I got a license and... Uh, my dad started Rawhide in 1973, and I joined up in 75, and being unable to find gainful employment anywhere else, I'm still here. Unreal. So, <laughs> I, love I, I love it. You know, we've done a lot of, we've done a lot of development, land development, you know, probably 
thousand acres worth of land development over the years, and okay. um, I'm a general contractor, home builder, also, mm -hmm. and I do mediation and litigation consulting as part of my practice. So Love that. that all helps, hopefully, bring some authenticity to the classes that I teach. Sure, because that's where I want to help the street level broker work. And, and, I, and I love that background kind of going into it, Doug, and, and giving everybody a little window. But when it comes to education and really giving back to the community, as, as we kind of discussed before we went live here, um, you have an impeccable reputation with what you do in this community and what you have done. And anybody who knows you and has taken one of your courses or classes, you're the best of the best. And, and no offense to anybody out there who educates real estate professionals, but Doug is the benchmark, and that's just uh, my, my uh, opinion onto that and several others that know you. So Oliver Frescona was my model, so. Okay, <laughs> and, and wonderful man, right? I mean, huge impact in the community, so, um, you know, definitely uh, going into that. Now, this would be a beautiful segue, Doug, and really going into what's your why. So what motivates you, what gets you out of bed in the morning to do what you do to the level that you do it at? Well, there's always coffee. Okay. <laughs> so that, that, that's an equalizer, right? The caffeine, you know, we take that in. You know, I, I've, never, I've never had any trouble getting going. I'm a morning person. Okay. Um, in fact, I remember for a lot of years, I always thought sleep was kind of a waste of time. Because okay. I'd lie in bed and I'd go like, what else could I get done? If I didn't sleep, but wow. you have to sleep, and I'm not quite as extreme on that anymore. Sure, sure. And I even occasionally sleep in on the weekends to like seven or eight. You heard so. it here, everybody. <laughs> Doug does sleep. We don't know how long, but he does so, sleep. But um, I don't know. I my I, my parents were huge influences on me, okay. and they always urged us to go out and accomplish. My dad had his little sayings and mm -hmm. one of them was until you commit to something you're just taking up space on the planet Wow! and so we were taught to set goals and go out and work to achieve them Love it. and I guess I've never quite gotten beyond that because there's always something new to learn and I can go and learn and get better at whatever it is I do. That was the other mantra we always got from my mom's. Doesn't matter if you're a garbage man, be the best one there is, you know? You'd well be, said. You'd be successful at whatever you do. Yeah. So that was kind of um, a big part of it. So okay. um, what motivates me? Different stages of life, different things. When you're okay. young, I didn't want to be poor. I mm -hmm. wanted to make money. And I felt that if I did that, it would give me credibility. Right, sure. Um, what gave me credibility was success with clients. Hmm. And my dad used to say, he said, if you just focus on delivering service, the money will take care of itself. Wow. And he was not wrong. And hmm. he, always, he said, you know, the, the money is just a way of keeping score of the amount of service you provide to others. So I guess my why is I want to be useful. Hmm. I want to serve other people. And that's and the fact that I can make money doing it is so cool. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that really is the end result, and, and you, your passion comes through, and obviously giving back to the community and, and to the clients that you work with. And um, I, I think that that speaks volumes, Doug. I mean, that's a big thing for a why to drive above us, right? Um, so, and I love that you mentioned their stages of why. Yeah. It's not just one thing, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, when I had my kids were growing up, you know, I went... I loved the business because it afforded me time to 
go to their class events and things like that. And a lot of times I remember I was the only dad there because I'm thinking, oh, these poor guys, they got to be out working. You know, they can't be here. But I liked that. Sure. On the other hand, one of the reasons that I was attracted to real estate is because my dad said, well, you only have to work half a day. <laughs> I didn't realize until years later it didn't matter which 12 hours that was. Yes. So, still half the day. It, you know, we, we, are somewhat reactive to the demands and whims even more so now than it used to be hmm. you know if you're not available to serve people when they want to be served they'll go find somebody else right so you know sometimes your schedule is not your own or you have to change things and and you while you have some flexibility other people also drive the demands on your time quite a bit mm -hmm. in this business too so um, it's just trying to find some balance in there and be able to do what you do. Okay. Um, but I like being good at I like being good at stuff. I like knowing my clients are protected mm. and well served, and they're not going to have unpleasant surprises. They're not going to have lawsuits. They're not going to have stuff like that. And that that makes a difference to me because I know I may not do as many deals as other people do. Mm -hmm. but that doesn't matter to me. Never has. And I've never kept statistics wow. on my sales okay. ever. Huh. Uh, my statistics was do I have enough money in the bank and am I, am I getting ahead? Wow. And yeah, I was. <laughs> so I didn't worry about it. And I, I just want to do a good job with the ones I do. I love it, Doug. And, and obviously that it speaks volumes to the community and the people that have worked with you and obviously referrals and, and as that grows in your family of clients, I mean, it, it's all there. So, I, and that's kind of the point of, you know, this series, it's not about commission checks. It's not about, you know, keeping score. It's about making impact in the community and giving back and, and doing this to a higher standard, which is painting a perfect picture for Doug Barber and kind of what you do out there. So I, I want to go into the next question, which I think is really, really important. It's actually one of the uh, fan favorites of this particular series to really understand how the Titans are growing and scaling their business and things that they have taken to another level. So if you could look back at your career thus far, Doug, and, and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level mm. to the next, what's that kind of look like for you? When I started out in the business, we had a lot of people at Rawhide, and we've had hundreds of brokers over the years here and the first thing I did was look at the ones that were making money. Mm -hmm. And what did they do to be successful? Okay. And sometimes I'd go out with, they'd let me go out and sit in the back seat and keep my mouth shut and uh -huh. kind of watch them. Okay. And I, I did that to see how they did. The other thing that I did, which I still do, is I read constantly. Okay. I went to every class, every seminar, the guys that had come through, hey, I'm gonna be at the hotel for from nine to noon on Saturday, free class, come on down. And you know, they're, they're there to give a pitch and sell their products, you sure. know, their tapes and CDs, and I bought them all. Right. <laughs> because I always- It happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I thought, you know, these guys, these guys have achieved a certain level of success. Mm -hmm. They know stuff I don't know. I can learn from it. If I get one good idea, it was worth going. One of the best ones I ever got was from a guy who came free to the Holiday Inn here, hmm. and I used his deal, and for the next two years, I lost one listing when wow. I went up against other people. And it, was, it wasn't complicated, and I asked him about it, and I said, I, I saw him when he was young starting out doing okay. this. 
I saw him about 12 years later, he came back through, and I stayed <laughs> afterwards and talked to him. I said, you know, you seem like you have a little edge now hmm. that you didn't used to have. And he goes, yeah, he says, I try not to have that come through. He said, it's just frustrating to me when I get 200 brokers in a room, and I know maybe, maybe one or two percent of them will try to apply any of the stuff I'm offering them. Right. And that's, you know, that's the way that some people grab it. So Anthony Robbins said, if you want to get better, you know, he said, I always look for people who are better than me at something, and I go hang out with them and see what I can learn from them. I love well, it. We can't all do it, but we can. Mm -hmm. So I became a sponge for anybody who had knowledge I didn't have. Um, I go to, I remember going to see Cabot Robert. All I could think is, you know, his motivational speaker in mm -hmm. like Zig Ziglar era. Yeah. And Cabot, and all I could think of is, man, when I get to be his age, I want that kind of energy and zeal for life, mm -hmm. you know? I don't want to be one of these people that gets old before they're dead, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I, I like the Jimmy Buffett approach. I want to live till I die. Uh, so, <laughs> well said. I love that. Jimmy Buffett, the great philosopher. That's right. <laughs> philosopher and a gentleman. Um, you know, I, but I think there's so many takeaways for the newer or the seasoned professional that, that's listening or watching this right now, Doug, is I think you're surrounding yourself with wonderful people, um, top-notch professionals that you can learn from that are that are, I don't want to say better, but that, that know more, that have different insight or perspective that you can really learn and grow from. I think, as we discussed kind of prior before we going on, you are guilty by association, truly positive or negative. I think that's true. And, you know, I when I go and stand before a class and I look out there and I see his peers, many of whom I've worked with for 20, 30, 40 years, and I think, dang, the collective knowledge in this room is amazing. Mm -hmm. All these people are so smart. They know so much stuff. And I learn as much from the classes through the interaction and the things they bring up. That and I think it's great, wow. you know. And and I, it's there is no. It's not a you're better than me or I'm better than you. It's, right. you know, the code of ethics, the realtor code of ethics says, we should share our experience and knowledge with each other, hmm. because the rising tide that raises all ships whatever improves our professionalism in the industry, which is a passion of mine, sure. makes all of us look better in this business. Wow. Well so said. That hopefully it's not people going on saying, geez, do we like real estate brokers better or worse than politicians this year in the uh, Forbes study? No. <laughs> Don't listen to Forbes. Come on. This is crazy. But I, I, think, I think you have some really good points into there and takeaways. You know, again, surround yourself, reach out. Successful people want to share their successors and their failures, and, and you can learn so much, but you got to ask. It's not just going to be dropped in your lap, no. right? And, you know, it's, I know I, I'm a big believer in always learning new stuff, mm -hmm. always learning more, and there's always more to learn in this business. That's one of the reasons I really like it. Sure. Um, I'll never know everything about it. Which is good. And that's okay. Yeah. I don't have to. I just... You know, if you don't have purpose in life, I think life's kind of lonely. Yeah. You know, if you don't have something that you, makes you want to go out and do something with, with your life, mm -hmm. I, I don't, and I don't know how you reach folks that, ha that don't have that, that aren't seeking passion. That's what I don't get is, if you don't have it, why aren't you looking for it? Yeah, right. You know, and I don't know. It's just, 
there are many things that are mysteries to me <laughs> and <laughs> will remain mysteries. Well, and to all of us, Doug, you're not alone yeah. in that. But, you know, everybody, when it comes down to it, I mean, listen to what Doug says. Hopefully you wrote that down. Reach out to people. Try to learn from the best in the business. You're emulating after somebody. But then educate yourself. Constantly grow and learn. I think that's crucial. Um, so, Doug, let's go into the next question. And this is the tricky one of this particular series and interview. It's the challenge question. Now, we all deal with challenges, whether it's in the past, now, or in the future. No one's exempt. We all have hardship or, or things that we have to overcome. Um, but I really believe it's not so much what happens, but how we really respond and learn from it that matters. So if you're comfortable sharing a challenge that you dealt with in your life, that you overcame, became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you, Doug? Probably like everybody, I've had my share. Okay. And that's to be expected in everyone's life. Agreed. You know, there's just, there's no getting around it. Life is full of challenges, and you're right, I think how you deal with them makes a difference what becomes of you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, having been through a number of up and down markets, which sure. sometimes when I see new brokers in the business, I'm mm -hmm. like, you guys have never been in anything except a rising market, Sure. and you're gonna face that downturn where the next the next time we have one, all these people who were paying premiums for houses are then going to be underwater and you'll be back to doing short sales and mm -hmm. distressed sales and things like that. But those are challenges that affect cash flow. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in, I remember in the late 80s when the, when the banks got into this merger mania mm -hmm. and they created the artificial credit crunch commercial real estate credit crunch and all of a sudden we had never missed a payment at, on any of our loans right and they said sorry we're no longer in the real estate business pay up we're not renewing your loans like nobody was making the loans and so wow you know we were all in trouble and we were like right on the verge of filing bankruptcy and oh, it God. was it was hardcore negotiation with the bank mm -hmm. to to resolve this and the resolution trust corporation came about and, which was ironic because you look at all these assets going into the RTC, and the only people that knew what to do with those properties were the people who lost them, you know, and they were going wow. back and buying them from the RTC cheap. So there was a silver lining that, mm -hmm. okay, we reset the debt clock and things like that, and but it was very stressful, okay. and we were out doing everything we could to sell property. We, had, we were very fortunate we had friends who lent us money wow. to stay afloat and we kept all of our properties and stuff and we came out of it okay but it was sure that that led me to be nervous about banks mm -hmm. and not want to get overextended again right and uh, so that was you know financial strain is one that's always kind of bugged me oh gosh yeah um, and then probably the the next big thing was going through a the two and a half year divorce from hell at the same time my mom uh, and dad and Oliver died and wow. I'm Oliver's personal representative for his estate and mm -hmm. so I've pretty much spent the last five or six years in litigation dealing with all the stuff that I had to deal with and Unreal. you know uh, nobody wants to fail mm -hmm. at relationships or anything else but you know you also are only half of the equation so correct and it, you know with and all that started during the 2008 downturn. And of course, it didn't start getting better in the springs until probably 12 or 13. Agreed. So 
at that time I was working crazy hours building houses and, and you know doing whatever I could do because I had two kids in college at the same time too and wow. you know it was very stressful but uh, you know that's life you know and you either you either lie down and bemoan the things that happen to you or you take on the approach that whatever there is of life lies ahead not behind so let's look forward and see where we go from here hmm. what's happened has happened and let's just deal with it and move on because wow. what else do you do well I, I i agree with what you just said and, and all that through for the examples that you're giving i mean financial strain and stress and i mean that hits so many people that are listening and watching this and talking about you know uh, relationship changes and things like that and, and people that you care for are passing away uh, a lot of times that's that adage, when it rains, it pours. Uh, that, that does come through and ring to a lot of people, but I think the big takeaway is, as you said, you can either lie down and let this defeat you, or you can learn from it and move on and become stronger and better for it. Um, I, I really think that's what you're representing here, Doug. And, you know, you never know what lies ahead. Right. You know, life's pretty good right now. It's not perfect, but it's pretty dang good. Love it. I got this, no complaints. This is great. So, Doug, and I, even if I did, nobody cares. <laughs> it's you know? not out there. You already aired everything out for everybody. No, I'm not a drama guy. I, I don't really have a lot of use for drama in well life and, and stuff. You know, we should all just be real with each other. And if, if, you, if you can't be who you are, I guess there's not much. That's, that's discouraging, I think. Yeah, why would you want to be like that? Why would you want to live that way? I don't know. Well, that's why I didn't run for politics. That's, no, just <laughs> that's, that's another show, everybody. <laughs> so this is great. Doug, no. thanks for sharing. It's not easy to air that out in front of everybody, but there's a lot of good takeaways. So hopefully everybody took that to heart because I know that I did for sure. So let's go into a slightly softer question, if you're all right with that. Um, and this is actually one of my favorites. It's the travel back in time question. So if you could travel back in time... Mm and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, what would you say to young Doug? Now, this could be any time frame. It could be a year ago, or it could be literally little Doug. What would you say? I would say, don't be quite so impetuous. Hmm. You know, maybe look before you leap. Sure. I tended to be more of the ready, fire, aim category <laughs> of guy. That's great. You know, I like... I can do that, and I'd go out and do it, and sometimes I'd get bloody, and sometimes I'd be fine, and stuff like that, but maybe I'd study on things a little more. Okay. I, I'd say, listen, listen to your parents' advice on marriage wow, okay. <laughs> and money, Okay. because they probably know some stuff you don't know. Hmm. Of course, back at that stage, you think you know everything, so... Well, yeah, that's true. Um, and I would say one of the best lessons I've learned in life and it's just half the battle, and especially mm -hmm. in the real estate business, is just tell the truth. Wow. Tell the truth. It's, yeah. you ne you, my dad used to say, you rarely go wrong doing the right thing. I mm -hmm. said, you never go wrong doing the right thing. Sometimes it's hard to know what the right thing is, Sure. but if that's your compass, it's a good way to go. I so love that. Just tell the truth. OK. 
Okay, and, and there, there, there's a lot of things to be said for young Doug, but everybody watching and listening to this, I mean, that, there's a lot of really great advice and rich advice to there. So um, that, that's some good stuff for everybody to take away. Now, I do want to go into the next question with this. This is actually uh, one of the fan favorites as well. It's the feeding of the mind question. So everybody wants to know what the Titans are feeding their minds, how they're growing and how they're educating themselves. So um, feel free to go into any of these genres, all of them or just one of them, however you want to go. But what books are you reading, podcasts are you listening to, influencers online, social media, or coaches? How are you growing? How are you feeding your mind, Doug? Right now, the, the book I'm farthest into at the moment okay. <laughs> is actually a biography on Warren Buffett, okay. which is fascinating to see how he, th- how he thinks and what he, how he built his business. Hmm. Um, I think that's fascinating. Um, one of the best things I did for my real estate business was becoming a mediator probably 15 or 20 years ago. I don't know how long it's been. Hmm. And studying body language and neurolinguistic programming and things of that nature that help you read other people and establish rapport more quickly with them and sometimes tell if they're lying to you. Love that. Um, it's very... It's very useful because okay. a lot of times we go to court and I'm like, somebody's lying. <laughs> You're trying to figure out which one it is. Let me know, look. That kind of stuff. It's, it can be useful, but wow. you know that that kind of thing. So, negotiating skills, which mm-hmm. is all part of mediation, that's what we do as real estate brokers. Right. And most brokers don't take training on that stuff because hmm. you can't get continuing education credit for it. Uh-huh. And. That's sad because if they would learn salesmanship and the psychology of selling, they'd be so much better at their craft. Hmm. Um, well said. So I, I read a broad variety of things, everything from Plutarch to escapist novels, okay. you know, okay. espionage stuff or Clive Custler fantasy things, whatever it is. Wow. I, I like all kinds of things. Um, since I travel quite a bit mm-hmm. doing classes and things like that, um, I started listening to podcasts. Right. I'll download a number of them. Mm -hmm. And I like them because they're long-form discussions on topics, you know, whether it's sociology things or whatever it is that deal with current affairs. It could be politics and things Mm -hmm. like that, where they delve into topics on more than the superficial level that you ever get on television. I don't even, I don't even have cable anymore. This is great. I cut the cable. There's nothing on there that I really Mm -hmm. miss at all. Sure. So... Um, I don't watch. I try to avoid the news because it's all negative, and I don't want to hear police blotter stuff and all that negative stuff in my head. Right. You know. I mean, if I want to feel outraged, I just go on Facebook. Sure. You know, like everybody. Else. <laughs> That's right. You know. And, and Although I, there's some funny stuff on there too. There is, and there, there's some motivational stuff every once in a while. But I, I agree with you. But with you got to sort through a lot of crap to get to the good stuff. With the news and the media, it is super negative for the most part, and, and there's always a, a political slide to one way or the other. I think that, but you're you're talking about really educating yourself. Uh, from multiple facets, from, you know, whether it comes to motivational, inspirational, business-related, you know, you're talking about sales, uh, salesmanship, and and, and just... If you want to be a well-rounded person, I mean, if all I know is real estate, that's great if I'm in a real estate deal, but, you know... My girl might want to talk to me some, about something else periodically. <laughs> Every so, once in a while, you might have a conversation. So, 
Yeah, no, and I think that's a really good takeaway for everybody. I mean, you had mentioned to it as taking, you know, great courses and classes and CE internally to know your business inside and out, but don't be afraid to reach outside of those boundaries. Yeah. I think it's a really great thing. I so. think it's good. And, you know, especially there's so much polarization in our society right now, and I really, I really hate this business of, well, if you don't think like I do, you're a bad person. Hmm. That that kind of stuff is so bad because then it makes it very difficult to have a reasonable conversation about ideas. Right. You know, so if it's, well, you're a bad person, so anything you say is wrong, that's a real problem in our society. Hmm. So we should be a little bit more tolerant with each other and having different opinions and still be able to talk about them wow. in our positions. Otherwise, how are we ever going to maintain any civility in society? Well, well said, and I think that's going to ring very loud and, and very heavy with the real estate professionals that are watching this or listening to this right now. I think we all want to work together. As the end result, the better we work together and know each other, it's, it's best for the client. This is not an ego thing. At the end of the day, we're doing the best product and best service for the end user, which is the consumer. I mean, that's what really matters. So um, I, I love that, Doug. And, and coming from you, that means a lot to everybody who's watching and listening to this. So um, that so just so everybody knows, as always, I'll have links in the comments down below so that you can read and feed your mind the same way that Doug is. So you can follow along that way. Doug, this has been an amazing episode. Your information has been very compelling, very touching, and, and really hitting this home. Um, I want to wrap this whole thing up with one final question. And that ends up being, if you could sum up yourself as a man, as a professional, uh, with a quote or a mantra that you live by, what's that look like for Doug Barber? Well, we were a big scouting family, and all of us boys were Eagle Scouts. All right. So there's the old saying, you, weren't, you didn't used to be an Eagle Scout, you are an Eagle Scout. So uh, the Scout law is really true. You know, the, the 12 points of the Scout law are a good guide for life. But tell the truth, be honest, help other people, be of use to your fellow man. That gives you purpose, and it gives meaning to your life when you have purpose. Wow. Yeah. I mean, to me, that sums it up beautifully, and everything you do and have done and continue to do, Doug, that has been awesome. So rings true to everybody out there. Doug, I want to thank you for being on the show. You are an official real estate <laughs> titan, my friend, so this is great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody, <laughs> thanks so much for your time and attention, your love and support. Um, if you really like what we're doing here at Titans, uh, throw us a like on the Facebook page, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or take a look at, or a listen, I should say, to iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Um, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.